0: Red Dirt Country, Red Dirt Land, Outback Track, Red Dirt Sand, Red Dirt Country, Red Dirt Land, Outback Track. Red Dirt Sand. The Red River Gums, scattered throughout the land. Shatter our creeks and rivers, in the Cool River Sand. The Yellow Sun, ah sinks below. Red dirt rain, it's the open plain. Red dirt country, red dirt land. Outback track, red dirt sand. Red dirt country red dirt land Outback track red dirt sand Into the stillness of the black night Are the stars light up by the outback sky. As the moon appears, pass through the trees, are rising up in the alpac sky. Red Dirt Country, Red Dirt Land, Alpac Track, Red Dirt Sand. Red Dirt Country, Red Dirt Land, Our back tracks, Red Dirt Sand. Uh, the Southern Cross guides us through the night, through our dreams, through the midnight hour. The moon sunrise breaking the darkest out into the moonlight born a new child red dirt country red dead land our back tracks red dirt sand Red Dirt Country, Red Dirt Land, back Track, Red Dirt Sand, back Track, Red
1: Dirt Sand. Welcome to the 8 News Show, I'm your host Andrew and once again I'm joined with a couple of amazing people that I've met here at the Wittigen Conference in the Northern Territory. We're around about 30 minutes outside of Alice Springs on a property, and uh, we've just uh, witnessed maybe one of the most historic moments in Australian contemporary history, whether the mainstream media recognise it or not. So with that, I'd like to introduce... Glenn, uh, the man who just played that amazing song. Thank you so much for that, Glenn. Um, Would you like to put your headphones on, mate? It's up to you if you wish. Sorry about that, everyone. We're just getting organised. That was an amazing song. We're just uh, readjusting everything. Um, And, mate, you might want to tilt your mic up a little bit as well. So while Glenn does that, I'd also like to introduce Spring. Now, welcome, Spring. Now, Spring and Glenn, just to set the scene for everyone, these are two amazing people who have represented, or should I say, stood for the free humanity uh, of all people, including the cessation of destruction of our planet and natural resources uh, for their entire lives. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. Spring, why don't we start with you, my dear, you are um, an amazing woman. You've come here all on your own with your little dog, Rocky, who's incredibly cute. Rocky, not walkie. What's his name, sorry? Walkie. 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 <laughs> okay. His,
2: his, his full name Ewok. is Ewok. And then I shorten that to Walkie.
1: Right. Now I get it. Are you able to just tuck your chair in a little bit, just so you can get nice and close to the microphone? Yeah. Because yeah. everyone wants to hear from you, Spring. Now, um... Spring and Glenn, the reason I really wanted to talk to you is that I think you've both got fascinating stories, but I think also you'll be really um, inspirational to so many people because you've, Spring, I know in your case, you've spent your entire life fighting for the right causes,
2: well, I've been looking for the right causes, put it that way.
1: <laughs> you have, and you've done a courageous job. How old were you when you first set out on this trail that you're on?
2: The trail, well, the trail came in as it often happens um, with all of us in a time of crisis. Um, the crisis was the uh, stealing of my son from my womb while I was unconscious. And that set me off to question the morality and the whole imposed uh, attitude that was placed upon me as a single girl um, who was pregnant. Um, You know, that whole attitude of the society came down on me as an individual.
1: Mm, Because you were were unwed. Yes. Well, I can imagine it hurt your heart. What part of the world was this in Australia? Was it Victoria? Wasn't it? Yeah,
2: that was at the Royal Women's Hospital in Melbourne.
1: And they stole your child from you. Mm. Did you ever find out where they'd gone to?
2: Yeah. Well, that's another story. I mean, that that, that you know, there's so many stories that come out of having had that experience. Yeah. So, um, one of them is that I p- pursued the truth. I wanted to understand why that had happened to a single girl like me that didn't do anything wrong. I had no crime against me. No. But they locked me you up had in a, a, child. a single mother's home. So, you know, they locked me away. And then I, And then as I unfolded this story, I realised that Indigenous mothers had suffered this same injury but many generations, often more than one. And I couldn't bear what had happened to me. How were they coping? So my compassion for the, uh, and then looking into that deeper and deeper because I was over in uh, Coburn Sound when the big ships came in and a lot of that was about uh, Aboriginal culture teaching, um, understanding their story. You know, I was on the beach at um, at the heads in Sydney when uh, we had Australia Day and um, there was a great ceremony there and it turned into an all-night robbery from many tribes.
1: Wow. What year was that?
2: Mm. Well,
1: um, back to Gary, Gary,
2: Gary Foley was there. He was party to um, that event and it was a profound event where we heard stories from individual um, First Nations Sorry. Um,
1: We've got originals. a lot of flies, everyone, like, haven't and, we?
2: And it's changing words. I've got to try and get my head around. We've got to have a new vocabulary to speak about these things in a proper way so that we don't fall into the traps that are uh, being set for us in the um, spellbinding that they've done.
1: Yeah, so for so, everyone who's wondering what Spring's talking about, there's a lot of discussion going around about the meaning of words and the sounds of words. So, for example, everyone, um, we're in mourning when somebody dies, but we also say good morning to everybody. And there's um, lots of questions going around about the language being used and that how that could be used to continue to keep us um, enslaved. Uh, enslaved and asleep, yeah. yes. And
2: also argumentative with each other. It causes all sorts of comp- conflicts and you know, it's not a good language, but we've got to work our way through and find language that empowers us with care and love and mm. appreciation for one another. So, yeah, um, so yeah, that, that event was um, amazing because so many families came and shared their stories and they were deep and, and um, from uh, many different tribes.
1: And that really locked you into then the course of the rest of your life
2: yeah, from then on, I was very interested in Indigenous politics and the ways in which liberation of the land could be um, achieved through um, recognition that the Indigenous people have uh, as much belonging to land. Um, as, uh, that, 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 that is the land, that they are the land, and to separate them is to separate our spirituality um, because that's what all of the ancient uh, tribes had. They yes. all had, um, uh, we all we all had indigenous backgrounds if we go back far enough. Yeah. And we lived in harmony with the earth and we understood how to use the things without um, exploitation and gaining something. You know, this m- way of um, identifying um, ourselves with materialism, it's... Uh, it's very destructive to our relationships with each other. And uh, once we can get rid of that kind of consumerist attitude, which is, you know, implanted in us all through, as I say, through these advertising things that mm. are constantly at you, at you, at you. And yes. this is what the media, norm, you know, the main media is doing on the, um, on the, uh, the, the
1: Yes. Well I think while you were out looking for Walkie, uh we were having a discussion, uh, weren't we, Glenn? It's a good good chance to um, introduce Glenn a little bit more. But we were talking about the point that you were just making, Spring, that uh the, this new thing, or it's not so much new now, but it came out with the whole gangster rap where it was all about being a millionaire and uh, you know, having a Ferrari and all that sort of thing, uh really set that generation up for a fall in a big way, just to further entrap them, further enslave them through debt. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And, uh, you know, you can look at just so many things, so many operations that are going on within society and the media um, to just set people up for a fall. Indeed. Yeah. Glenn, mate, um, thank you so much for introducing uh, the show with that incredible song, would you like to tell everyone, first of all, what it's called and a little bit about it? And um, if can I just get you to speak up into your microphone, please?
4: Yeah, that song I was inspired. I'm a photographer too. I do uh, a lot of uh, outback scenes, ruins. Uh, my life's been up and down the river, up uh, along the Murray River in South Australia. Mm-hmm. And I happen to be up in the Flinders one day and uh, I'm watching this sunset and the... Um, the sun was beaming on this mountain, the the Flinders Range, you and it was just glowing. And I had to take a photo, of course, didn't I? Yeah. And, of course, when I got home, I had to write a song about it, and that's how I got Red Dirt Country. But with Red Dirt, and since I've been up here, it relates to this land too, because when you look at the hills, they're very similar to down there. They seem to be all joined in a way, whether it's underground or what, but there's it, definitely a connection. Yeah. yeah that's what. That's it's the cat. It's the caterpillar. It was caterpillars. caterpillar's up here,
1: isn't there? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, mate, how many years have you been on the trail? Well, let, look, tell us about what what it was that sparked you into the life that you now lead. Can I possibly just get you to pull your chair in a little bit so you're close to your mic? Right. Um. Yeah, so what was it that got you going that Ooh, you know, goes, changed your well, life?
4: When you look back in your stepping stones of life, it goes back to the day I was born, I suppose, and then... Um, when I look back at my own history, my grandparents, they're Irish, so that's where the, the music's coming from. And on mum's side, dad's side was Catholic Irish. Mum's side was the English, and I looked in the photo one day and I saw, "Mum, oh, my grandfather was playing tenor banjo. So what I do? I play tenor banjo too. I play dobro, mandolin. And uh, many years ago, I i come up here. I bought a little Bedford van, and I first time I had a little motorhome come to Alice. Mm-hmm. And broke down coming up. I seem to break down when I'm on the track. And then I played at folk clubs and all that up here. But when I went back to um, back to South Australia, I ended up getting into the folk scene, and that's when me songwriting got going again. And I was writing about the river and living on the river and getting inspired by the water. I lived on boats. I've been a bit of a. I call myself the River Gypsy. So I'm traveling up and down the river, picking up knowledge, people about the riverboat days and all that sort of thing. And uh, so, yeah, that's sort of what really got me going. But what got me going to come to this place, I was at my mate's place at Murray Bridge and uh, we're talking, we've been looking at this, what's been going on. Didn't like it. With
1: but, the jab.
4: Yeah. And then one <laughs> Sunday night, the boys are looking, we're all sitting there, we're all sitting around at a beer and I'm in my car, you're going to camera, aren't you? I said, yep. Wow. Three days later, I'm in Canberra.
1: And, Spring, you went to Canberra too, didn't you? No, you did. Well,
2: when there was a million people there, I was there, holding an Aboriginal flag over the bridge. Oh, beautiful. Of course
1: you were. eh? You're a gem, Spring.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) So um, going back to that, Glenn, just quickly, uh, when we were talking a little earlier this morning now, I do a series on this podcast about people who have been injured by the jab, and mm. we're not doing one of those interviews right now, no. but um, can you just tell me a little bit about what you were saying before about the, the friends that you've lost due to that?
4: Yes, uh, due to the jab, I've had a few in the folk scene, I've had the jab.
1: Um, the folk music scene the, in Australia, yeah, on the east yeah, coast yeah. of Australia?
4: No, mainly in South Australia no. Mainly in South, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and a few good country music. So, and uh, they had the jab, and uh, and of course they passed on, and I haven't been able to go to their funerals either. Because uh, problem was too, I was banned from a lot of things. I was banned from folk festivals and all that because I didn't want to have the jab, and of course they wanted everyone to be jabbed to go to festivals and all this. So I was dealing with all this sort of thing too. You know, yeah, and made it bloody hard.
1: Yeah. yeah, mate, I'm really sorry to be a pain in the ass, but no, can no, I no. please get you to get because you you keep fading in and no, out. Sorry, that's sorry. all. Um, now, uh, that's incredible, mate. How old were these people on average? You don't have to name all the ages, but were they roughly what? Well, around
4: my business? age. I'm nearly 71.
1: Right. So, yeah. And so they. And did you. Was it proven that they died due to the jab, or was it just oh, pretty much circumstance? Like Pretty quickly after it, they yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart conditions, or.
4: Yeah, a bit of everything. Yeah. And that's what I've been seeing. All
1: the standard things that we've been I mean, seeing yeah. come out. Hello.
4: Well, getting back to my story uh, of my health, I had prostate cancer at sixty-five, and um, I had, of course, I had a what they call the Terps operation, and uh, that was good. They lazed me, cleaned me out properly, and uh, I haven't had to have any uh, chemo, so I got yep. pure pure blood, brother. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I've got that, and you know, and
1: so, but what what you what's the connection there? You've had that, and it what made made you realise through that process that there was. Hmm. More to look at when you, um, yes, yeah,
4: and of course when you go for your new license, you've got to do a medical when you hit seventy and all well, this. No one knew that, but you do. Yeah, and I knew because yeah. I had all me, you know, I had me test when the doctor did that, and uh, that's how I found out I had pure blood, no problems, you know. So that was good. So um, here I am on this journey, clean, clean pure blood.
1: <laughs> now, now, before I sort of keep the conversation moving again, you did. Tell me, please, about what, what was the first sort of protest that you started with that really got you into this scene?
4: Well, it goes further back than this scene.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm asking. We're yeah. going
4: back to the Vietnam War. Yep. I uh, I was doing my apprenticeship as a boilermaker maker welder, and, um, and I was very lucky because uh, I missed out by marble. I didn't want to go to Vietnam. A lot of yep. mates didn't, didn't come home either, you know. Yeah. So... And uh, rather than go, I was there on the front line protesting. So yeah, I've always had that bit of a.
1: Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Um, we've got a little bit of a problem with Walkie. Everyone, he's just gone off barking, and uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's coming back. Now. No, that's
4: not that's not Walkie
1: whistling. <laughs> yeah, that's not Walkie whistling. Oh, I love it. Honestly, yeah. it's so entertaining. Yeah. So, mate, yeah, you you were at the you started protesting in Vietnam War.
4: In Adelaide in that
1: year, back mm. in those days, yeah, yeah, right. I and what about you, Spring? Where did your protest movement really kick off? It was it was once that cooperative. I, you
2: know, I was place. I was in AA and Canberra at the time, And oh, yeah. and um, and I was uh, working as a telephonist because uh, that's one of my jobs. But I was at the passports information centre, um. uh, working for Foreign Affairs and Trays under under, under post office. Right. So um, while I was doing that, um, the Franklin Dam happened, and um, you had to do non-violent training, non-violent action training in order to be able to go to that demonstration in Tasmania. Um, So I did the... Nonviolent Action Training.
1: What put that on, the, this, the organisers?
2: Yeah, the people who were supporting the, um, not damning the Franklin. Yeah. Um, there was a big movement, you know, it was all over Australia. Um, yes. It became a political issue, it was so big.
1: Yes, I know, I remember um, it.
2: And, um, you know, I just wanted to jump on that, you know, and I, I, I got an opportunity to go in a, and assess Not 140 or whatever it was, um, um, down to Tasmania. Um, in in this professor's seat because he had to mark papers, and so I got to fly there in this little tiny airplane. Yeah, wow. To 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 Strawn. Well, it wasn't quite Strawn. I did chuck a little bit and get there. But when I got off the bus, uh, there was Benny Zabel sitting, standing at the bus stop, and uh, and then later we camped and and the uh, the election came. We saw this thing in the night beforehand this big circle around us of those northern lights oh yeah and we thought that's gonna we're gonna win this you know and then the, the results came through and we'd won the election and um that meant that the franklin wouldn't be damned
1: yes no it must have been incredible for you yeah it was amazing tell me about a little bit about benny zables because you keep mentioning his name not oh, not this time, but we sat. Everyone we sat down and had about an hour and a half chat yesterday, didn't we? It yeah, was did, lovely. Yeah.
2: Okay, so Benny was Benny Zabels is a, um, a man that's been standing on forty-four gallon drums in front of different demonstrations that have been occurring all over. In fact, in America as well as in Australia and possibly other places, Europe. Maybe I don't. I'm
1: not sure. After he, he gets he? dressed up,
2: so yeah, and he he stands with a, a big black um, outfit on. It's a, Pure street theatre, with um, "consume, be silent, and die" written on a big black um, outfit that he wears, and he holds a a, 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 a rocket
1: up. A missile.
2: A missile, and he's got it broken, so he broke it's in two pieces, and he's holding it up there like that.
1: And I think for anyone listening who's in Australia, um, you, if you think about it, you will have seen this man on TV because I know I have.
2: And, and he makes these beautiful flags of rainbows, the Rainbow Tribe. Like this is, you know, Tennant Creek and all of that mob, you know, that, that started the Rainbow um, Warriors, you know, the, um, the environmental uh, carers. And
1: And you were there for the beginnings of all these things. Were you involved in that as well?
2: Um in what? <laughs> well,
1: in in the, the formation of the Rainbow Warriors and stuff?
2: Well, I've been in, uh, when I was up at Pine Gap, when I um, was with the women, so we had a women's um, uh, collection up there in 1983, I think it was, and um, there was women from Canberra, which was where I was living at the time, and uh, we all went up there and uh, 111 of us got arrested and called ourselves Karen Silkwood, which is another story again.
1: Yeah, and, everyone um, used the same name. I love it.
2: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they kept us overnight unless we were willing to tell us tell them our real, our real name. Well, in our section of the, we we <laughs> t- we it. took up the whole of the um, Alice Springs jails, and, wow. and they had to move the men somewhere else. We took over the men's side, and um and we sang all night, all these Buddhist songs, you know, these peace things. And,
1: wow, and we that's all to that. people outside. Imagine if that. you were in there, Glen. Were, was, out, <laughs> uh, they, it was
2: great, you know, and we meditated and, and did, you know, healing on each other and all that, you know, and then went to the court the next day, um, in <laughs> which case I told them I was Spring Blossom. And it, um, I charged them with the um, conspiracy to uh, not respond to a situation of tyranny uh, from the American uh, military base existing in Pine Gap, mm. um, which our government had been uh, spied on from um, during the Gough Whitlam era, and that, that was a crime against us as citizens of this, well, we're not, mm. anyway, that's the wrong word, but, mm. um, you know, that the whole, um, that everything changed after that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I should just quickly mention to the audience that we're a roughly around 30 minutes drive from Pine Gap at the moment. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what Pine Gap is, it's one of the world's most top secret listening bases, uh, and uh, apparently uh, this is where they operate a lot of the drones from. Um, and uh, the indigenous people here, are the the native title or the the uh, To's, traditional owners of the, this land are very, very upset about it because they feel that that's a slight on them and that there is blood of people from all around the world on their hands because of it.
2: And not only that, it's also, you know, first target when there is a any anything blows up on the planet. But you're right. They are, Everybody's concerned that the um, missiles, that are not the missiles, what are they called, drones, drones. sent out into the Middle East are harming people's lives over there. And, we, and we're allowing this because it's American insulation and it shouldn't be on Australian insulation. soil. And none of them should be on Australian soil yeah. because they're, they're targets for any... Mis- Use of power that's going on around the world at the moment, and we don't want to get caught up in that. And mm. as a nation, as a as a continent of many, many different uh, I- you know ideologies, many, many different uh, cultures, many, many different uh, you know ideas, and all of the rest of it, we've got to come together. This is the only place we can come together on is that is that we consider what land we stand upon and l- look at nature as something that's worth saving. Look at nature and all of the in insects and the birds and the, and the trees and the animals and, and and make the choice that it's worth saving by, by stopping all of the damage that's being done by our consumer society.
1: Yes, exactly. Well said, Spring. Um, by the way, for everyone who who wants to understand a little bit more about this pine gap. It's a it's one of these deep underground bases, right? So everyone loves to talk about that. Well we have one right in our backyard.
2: That's right, and and we don't know. how It goes down about six stories as far as I can remember, or maybe even 50. I, I
1: believe it's 30. Okay, so, no.
2: you know, then there's people that work there and they're really frightened to talk about the place because, you know, it's high security. Yeah. And it's high high. Well, I know military, war, war, you know, it's military, military operation. That's what it is. Yeah. And we've got to recognise that any military operation that Australian people are involved in, it's not going to look pretty. It's got to, it's, you know, we've got to work out how the uh, existing construct that seems to have got its uh, all, all of our economy caught up in, in American politics, it needs to pull the plug on it, step down and become um, operational within a continent that has holding the greatest iron ore deposits in the world we know what they're coming after us for. We mm. need to come together. We mm. need to... D- Save ourselves. D- d- we are on a sinking ship if we don't start waking up, people. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. Would you like to add to that, Glenn?
4: Yeah. Well, when I grow up... Uh, oh, God. Right. Well, when <laughs> when you you're, when when you're living I, a rock a, star lifestyle, That's mate, right. right? No. Yeah. Off the rock star lifestyle. As, yeah. as a kid, I watched the changes. I lived there at Blair Affleck Jepps Cross in Adelaide and over the years i watched the changes as it went through we had a a car industry in it was in adelaide Victoria. we yeah. had a steel industry at while we we're building ships mm. we had refineries they've all gone overseas all gone. and uh what happened around our area we had the local we well, we had a butcher shop down the road the the fish and chip shop the deli all that and the Getting back, it was real old then because we had a milk cart with his horse and buggy and same with the milkman. That was great.
1: Well, you are old, mate.
4: Yeah, oh, no. I only spring no, chicken, not. aren't we? Yeah. Anyway, but… You're awesome. You're both <laughs> exactly. awesome. But what what I could see back then is uh, up at Enfield, about three or four k's up, all of a sudden, Woolies come into uh, all that, coals, and yeah. all these little shops started to get wiped out. And then down the road the Gibson's, uh, I can still remember those guys. The the, the hardware store that went because of Bunnings and all yeah. these multi- Bunnings is only all these incredible, incredible places uh, just ripping the. the
1: oh, you away. know what I really remember as a child? The um the uh, yeah all of the stores in mm. the town where I grew up, and there was some fascinating places oh, to yeah. go and check out. And then yeah, it became all corporate and just uh, Yep. Yeah.
4: it's been eaten up.
1: What's the word for it? It's just like a whitewash. It's just yeah. the same everywhere you go. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I really noticed that driving across the U.S. I did that in 1997. Yeah, right. And uh, it was fascinating. You'd you'd leave a town, drive all day across a desert, for example, until you got to the next town, and it would be the same as the last town. It would be 7-Eleven, Wendy's, McDonald's. And the only choice you had was fast food. Everyone, you can hear a funny sound at the moment. That is a car going past, I believe. Um, As I've said in the previous uh, five or six podcasts that I've done, we are out in the Northern Territory in the bush. We're on a property um, and we're in a massive big campsite that's um, being shut down. I should also mention before we get into it that the Wordigen Conference has finished. We've stayed, there's a whole group of us that have stayed back for a couple of days just to... Chill
4: out time, chill, chill out, out time. Catch
1: up. Yeah, it was a really heavy week. Well, uh,
2: it was a historical event. Oh.
1: It was. The,
2: the truth of it is that, that that has never happened on this continent before. Spotlight. And we've had um, uh, people from all over different, different um, yeah. communities. Um, uh, I can't remember all the...
1: Yeah, it's all yeah, over Australia, including people, the yeah. Tiwi Islands, yeah, Vanuatu, so yeah, everywhere yeah. where the English stole people off their land. Yeah. Literally, literally, rowed up in boats. Did you have you heard? Have you both heard the stories about the way they took people in Vanuatu and around the Pacific Islands to
2: work in? Yeah, in to, to take them away
1: to work into the cane fields. Yeah. They'd row a boat ashore because it's all sailing ships, obviously. And they'd um, come ashore and if it was just a single person on their own, they'd wave, you know, hello sort of thing. Mm. And then when you got close enough, they'd grab him, throw him on the boat no, and take off. Not, but uh, if there was a yeah. group of people, what they'd do is they'd offer them trinkets and, mm. and mm. treasures sort of thing and they'd get them there and encircle them and then just go grab the whole lot of them, put them on the boat and off they go. Well, yeah, Literally right, just no ripped people off the beaches, including little boys and girls. And
2: yeah. they would have been getting paid when they got to the other end too. Mm. Mm.
1: So well, was, wickedness, they were, isn't it?
2: You know, they were objects of um, consumerism. Mm.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that really frustrates me is that, as you would know, um, our own, or well, the, the English government recorded them as being part of the flora. They were they were flora. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and sorry, not fauna, fauna. Sorry, Fauna and fauna. Yeah, sorry, got that wrong there, everyone. Um, anyway, moving on. That that's just um incredibly wicked to to even do it that way. But not only that, I was lucky enough to go out on a little trip to cut spears and uh, boomerangs. Well, that
4: would be a good
1: experience. It was yeah. it w- was a little bit boring actually that part of it okay. because it was just the chainsaw. It was yeah. Yeah, but it was really interesting um, seeing the way they were spotting what they wanted to make, and that was just right. And these were all dead trees that they were cutting anyway. But um, the uh, part before it was the really interesting part, because we had one of the traditional owners here take us to a place called The Gap, Jesse's Gap. It's Mm, about 15 minutes drive from here. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I've
4: got to get there yet.
1: And there's some paintings there. Um, and there's, uh, there's a, a water course that runs down these rocks. So most of the paintings have been destroyed over the years, mm-hmm. but there's still one there and they, they reckon it's over 2000 years old yeah, wow. and it's kind of really simple, but there's a whole story behind it. Um, now while we were there, the T.O. was telling us about their dream time stories of a rock that was there. And, uh, I, I, it re- the penny really dropped with me. I, I thought, right now I get it there they're talking about the exact same things that you and I are talking about in our daily lives. It's just that they've got this, they've put it into this narrative of a story and that's how they they kept their traditions alive is by putting them into stories, sure, right? Yeah. And um, that's why it's so important. I mean, people uh, these days would be um, losing their minds over a library being built burnt mm-hmm. down, for example. Well, it's the same for them. And not only that, the things that they're trying to convey are just the exact same things that we f- think and feel. Yeah. It's just what we say in a different way to them. And um, it really, uh, Spring, I know you're really listening to what I'm saying here, and I'm, and I'm really grateful because um, it really created that extra little bit of a connection for me that i would never had before. And my, my my mind just kept coming back to the gee, I wish they'd just uh, all get together and just go, you know what, we do want our stories recorded because um, they say they want to get them recorded, but, of course, the entire group, the entire tribe have to agree to it. So there's a whole lot of uh, recourse to go through to actually complete that process. There are certain protocols
2: that we all need to understand. If we are not Indigenous ourselves... Yeah. We need to ask how do we behave in a way that is uh, acknowledging the protocol and from a movement perspective, we need to sit back and relax and wait until we are inspired. If we have a good idea, fair enough, bring it forward. But um, remember that um, it's the best idea will come forward and it will be under the sanctuary of the Ancient law, yeah um coming through the human people who are dedicated to bringing through um, the you know the consistency of their way, which in saying that, I can't actually say their way because that's not my business, yes, and that's the bottom line, really, is that we cannot interpret what it is we're about to learn, mm hmm And what we can learn will be because we are emptying ourselves of our colonial aspects of our personality that we've had for generation upon generation upon generation. And it's not easy to get that to fall aside. Mm. And in a sense, we need to hold our tongue and listen and learn and shift our way of communicating Mm. that will bring about a peaceful attitude towards one another.
1: Yes. What do, What do you say to that, Glenn? Yeah, um, I'm sort of
4: interested in what she was saying. It's beautiful. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying. I'm, well, my experience is up here, and it's not just here. I happened to go to Herman'sburg once, and uh, I ran into a chap called uh, Warren Williams who wrote Raining on the Rock, and uh, beautiful people, and he, I was talking to him at Herman because they got a beautiful museum out there. That's a mission. That's where Albert and Amagira come from and all that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: this night he, he invited me into the old church, and us to the three of us songwriters together. Like what, an, what an experience. And it was awesome. And that's what I found with all the people, even the, the tribes around here, you know, the, our First Nation people, uh, they, they want us to stand alongside them. And I felt that. I've never seen so many white men with tears in their eyes. Yes. I'm getting it now. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. were a
1: lot of those moments. Yeah, oh,
4: great. it's beautiful. It's been like that all the last few days we've been here. You know, it's been beautiful.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: It's, it's a – well – it will never happen again. It's a, what an awesome experience.
1: Well, I hope it happens again.
2: And again and
4: again and again. You'll never grab this moment again. But <laughs> yeah, well, this we're, is the we're, first. We're, we're gonna have, we've got to have reunions and come back.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about the event. I'm really interested to know what you both think about it. I personally thought that it was incredibly well run. I know there yes. were a few issues. Oh, yes.
3: Um,
1: uh, if, once everyone understands as well that – That was all brought together in just six weeks. And um, I thought that the organisational structure of it was amazing because I've got to be be honest with you, I was a little bit concerned coming in. I just didn't know what to expect. But when I arrived and I saw the way it was just, it was not only set up really well, now it's very rustic. Isn't it the way it's all set or organic, up?
4: Organic, isn't
1: it? Very it's organic. Very
4: organic. Yeah. E- everyone. We
1: have had some rent to here, but um, I think that,
4: there's a few long drops too.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to get onto that. I think the the long drops became the popular place to be because uh, <laughs> they were just so much more pleasant than the um, the other ones. But um, we we were running a little short on those sort of facilities, so it was a little oh, bit yeah. interesting. Everyone, not to get gross, but um. I got to be honest it didn't really ever bother me uh because the 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 thing that was going on here was so awesome yeah. and all the people here were so lovely that um
4: There was a lot of sharing going on. I mean someone needed to be in the kitchen and jump in and help out or I someone just, Sorry to, to
1: be a pain. Sorry. Yeah. Just no, actually tuck your chair in mate yeah. just so you're comfortable because <laughs> you 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 keep wandering off the mic and everyone wants oh, to hear from oh, you. Oh sorry. <laughs> and and by the way you're you're a bad boy because you're a muse, and you should know better.
4: <laughs> I don't sit less close than I. I sing pretty loud so I don't talk.
1: You that. don't get into the mic no. so much, mate. That's all right. Yeah. Um. So what, okay, just to recap, I thought it was w- really well done. I liked the, mm. all the presentations and all oh. the, the workshops that went on. Yes. And we together wrote a document, a declaration to the government. Certainly did. Opening it up to you two, who'd like to go first? What what were your thoughts, Spring, about this event?
2: Okay. What I really loved was that um, all of the Indigenous, uh, let's say originals, because Mm. that's our new word now. We need to use that word constantly and remind ourselves. Originals. Originally? Originals. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. they all spoke in their in their mother tongue or their tongue mm, the way mm. that they they spoke all all through that uh, presentation. They all were able to speak with that heartfelt, and I sometimes I feel that you can feel the energy better from someone speaking their own from their um, own. Yeah.
1: you know, I, yeah. as you know, I was filming that, mm. and um, the the only one little thing I the only one little criticism i've got for the whole event was that for me as a somebody that was trying to record there was really poor microphones going yeah, yeah. on and you yeah. couldn't really hear what yeah. they were saying Mind sometimes history, yeah. and then i mucked up the a couple of those shots because the sun went down so quickly i couldn't get the filter off my lens and it was a little bit dark and things like that but thankfully there were three or uh, two others mm. shooting so we we're gonna produce a really lovely documentary. I mean, the footage, yeah. I know the footage that I got while I was i yeah. was running properly was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And I can't wait yeah. for that. Yeah.
2: Sounds wonderful. And it, and it was, and the sky was beautiful and everything around us was crisp and, and birds were coming through and, you know, and tweeting at the right moment, you know, like the whole thing of what we're doing is we're bringing together the possibility that, Nature is worth fighting for,
1: and where we, we are,
2: nature. We are we nature. We are nature. Of course we are. You know. Of course
1: we, we are. We're of the we're, earth. We have you know, to be so nature.
2: When I say nature, I include humans. But you know, let's remember that we're not the only ones. If we say we're nature, if we say nature, then we are including all of the other living things on our planet that are lacking in water at the moment. A lot of um, the soil's being eroded, um, the air is being polluted,
1: mm.
2: and it just it you know it's all of to, these things are, yeah. you know that's it
1: you know what else you know, you know what yeah. I Glenn. you know what I hate about all that sort of stuff um, all that's going on, and they keep pointing the fingers back at us saying that we're doing it when not? we're we're not doing
4: it're we 're trying to fix it up. Yeah, the, yeah when I away.
1: say we, I'm not saying we as a movement, I say we as human beings on yes. the planet. we're always having the finger wagged at us, like you yeah. bad you bad people, you've you're polluting the planet. And it's like, well hang on a minute. Um, Mr. George Bush, you know, just to pick a name out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're the one. Yeah. You're the one, not not anyone else. So how about you sort your shit out? Um, Glenn, what did you think about the um the conference that's occurred here. I
4: thought they were beautiful. What actually brought me here, I, I did go to Canberra and uh, Dave Cole and.
1: Uh, you met all those OSTF people? All those. People. What
4: happened there, we were out at uh, Forbes Creek and they invited me. We went into their rally in uh, Canberra itself in the Botanical Gardens and then up to the Government House. And I, I'm a photographer too and I was filmed the boys and all that and they loved it. We got, I caught their magic moment. I didn't go to the other rally, so I was back home, back at the camp fixing things up. That's my job too.
1: Yeah, you're a boiler maker yeah, by yeah, trade. Yeah,
4: and I was yeah. doing all that. I've retired these and days. And we've just
1: had a look at your van that's so well kitted Thanks, out. It's so a workshop and yeah. a home. at the in yeah. one.
4: So what I did, Dave invited me up here, so I had to come, you know. And of to, course, because you know, the leader,
1: the spokesperson yeah, well, of OICF. Yeah, I, you
4: know, I broke down coming, not up, but from camera at home, all that. So I had a mechanical Journey of breakdowns and that, but I got here and we
1: was, had a little bit of the same
4: experience. Yeah, so I made, I, even when I went to Canberra, I broke down going there too. What it did, it got me to Canberra and it made me stay. And that way I was learning, even in Canberra, I was learning a lot of there, picking up the knowledge. And that's what's happened up here. We've come up here. It's probably a better, there was a wow factor. Here, it's more, uh, what's the word? Well, Spiritual like. I was picking yeah. up,
0: what well, I was getting
4: the, elder, the elders, I was. Picking up there, yeah. You know, I was in tears at times listening. It was beautiful, you know. Oh, I,
1: yeah, there were some amazing oh, speeches. And um, for everyone that's interested in that, we are bringing this out in a video. I'll, I'll put a few videos out myself. Yeah, but
4: well, I'm, I'm, certainly... I'm trying to work on with the other songs. We're trying to get all the songs we've written about the place. We want to get it together and with with a few photos and that make a DVD. It's going to take a bit of work, but we'll do it and uh, we'll share that with everyone. And that's the plan.
1: So, look, I'd like to say you two are. Um, I've made this point in a previous podcast uh, for for everyone who's looking at these two amazing individuals. I um, <laughs> <laughs> There it's are really people cool. watching you, mate. Don't yeah. you worry; they're in the sky. <laughs> uh, now I've lost my um, where I <laughs> was at. Uh, for anyone who's interested in you two. I still can't remember where I'm going with this, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> you caught me off guard there. We've what were you we
4: talking about? Oh, well, I just got out of Canberra to here. That's how yeah, I got through yeah. Dave and well, all that.
1: And, and that's it. Sorry. So I think the, the, the real stark contrast to, to there, like you said, was the is a wow factor, and I kind of wish I'd been there, but I couldn't yeah. at the time. Um, whereas here was about doing work. He was healing. Yeah and that's what Word of all about. That's what it was about. Yeah. That was the the prophecy that we've talked about previously in in mm-hmm. one, in a podcast. Uh actually I did a podcast with David and Mark. Yeah, yeah. And um Michael Nibbs down in Tasmania and if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen that one yet, I strongly suggest that you do because that will be a major eye opener mm-hmm. for people and I will be catching up with those guys again. Um, we uh, had a quick chat before they left and we, we, what we're going to do in a few weeks' time is do a Zoom call um, once the paperwork's been submitted. So just to do a recap on the event and, mm-hmm. and just let everyone know where we we're up to. Um, and look, i got to tell you guys, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm on the trail with this, this mob now.
2: You know, it was really exciting when I realised that the lady that I spoke to in the kitchen a couple of days ago, um, um, can't think of a name, but um, oh, that's embarrassing. Um, anyway. That's right.
1: A lot of names here.
2: Men, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She came down from Darwin with her husband and her, her children, two children. And um, anyway, I was chatting with her and it was such a beautiful, and in, in, in the spirit in this woman is really a radiant, absolutely divine. She is.
1: I know who you're talking about. This gorgeous. is the lady that was at the campfire last night with us when I was having dinner with you. Ah uh, no. Okay. Anyway.
2: But she is as well. So you know, there's mm. lots of them around. Anyway, um, so later on, I find out that it was um, Goomba's partner. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah, Lumpa. Yeah, 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 Lumpa Lumpa's partner, and and I. She,
1: I and, she's lovely, isn't she? Beautiful. And
2: she's just lovely, and I just went. She is. Oh.
1: And you know what, I um spring. I really wanted to do an interview with her, oh, and it, she's I just so couldn't. So smart, mm. oh, you, um, you'll have to
4: catch
1: up with them. Right? Oh, I'm definitely catching up yeah, with them. Yeah. Um, I have a very strong intention to head mm. to New South Wales next. Um, I've got a few things I've got to get done in WA. Yeah. Um, for everyone who's interested in that, I'm going to record a homeschooling series okay. from start to finish. Um, we're going to try and do it in one week. So I've got to go down to Albany to say, um, to meet Hannah. Hannah's a real leading expert in homeschooling that down. Great. Yeah. Uh, and she's out of Albany in Western Australia. And that's a big part of this movement too, isn't it? You
2: know, like I met her um, at the table and, uh, and we had a conversation. It was really warm and loving. And then I saw her with with David Cole. And I oh, went, "Oh my God!" And, and it's he, his wife. And it was his yeah. partner. And it yeah. was so beautiful to see them. They yeah. were just so connected and yeah. so in 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 their loving, you know, circle.
1: Now and here's together. what I think. So
2: beautiful. Yeah, I just yeah, love yeah, it when yeah, I see yeah. that. You
1: know. You know what I think I was going to say before, and I lost my place. Um, and I think you two can really understand this uh you don't have to be a multi-millionaire to live a rock star lifestyle which i would say that you two are living we're very li- much So the dream L- you're living the dream and i had this kind of conversation with david as well now, uh, everyone, I am going to catch up with David on an individual basis at some time, at some point in the future to do a one-on-one talk about his background, his mm, life. Mm. He was very badly abused as a oh. child and he, uh, came through all of that to now He's saved hundreds of lives with the pro a program that he operates out of Darwin. Mm. And, um, I was sitting down at the campfire with David and his wife one night and, uh, and I just said, you know, uh, when they were talking about all the adventures that they've been on through this and being a part of OSCF, I said, you know you two are living a rock star lifestyle. Mm. And um his David's partner just laughed and she said, Well, it's never a dull moment, I'll tell you that. Mm. And I and I do, I understand that.
2: Yeah. Must be really exciting. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Look at you. You've driven spring all on your own from Sydney, was it?
2: No, from central Victoria. Okay.
1: Central Victoria. Yeah, that's Cal- right. I Cal- kept forgetting Lane. that. You know, w- you were forgetting Beautiful
2: Castlemaine.
1: Castlemaine. Yeah, it
2: is
4: a nice country to be in
1: nice It is. Here. Isn't that where they did... Uh, uh the australian movie uh
2: yeah they've got a historical little uh, malden next door where my grandma nice, was that's born. that's
1: a beautiful town
4: too malden.
2: yeah malden's got all these um historical buildings that aren't allowed to be broken so they're still standing one of them was built by my great-great-grandfather oh, wow. really in
4: 1856 yeah right yeah wow it is, I've, I've sung there. That's a beautiful, they have
1: beautiful festivals there. That's right. But anyway, as I was saying, I, I don't know about you two, but I can't keep up with everyone's names. I mean, we've mm. we've been in a place where there's been about, say, 300 people-ish. I've lost
3: count.
1: I, I think that's what, the I think it was around a little bit yeah. over that, and um, literally everyone kind of got to know each other, which was amazing. Mm,
4: I've, I know had, there's, I've never had so many hugs in my life, mate. It's yeah, been
1: beautiful. I, I know there were a couple of people I haven't spoken to, or I didn't get to speak yeah. to, but there wasn't many no. um, but um remembering where everyone's names and where they come from has been a real challenge, yeah, and um, but anyway, the point that I was going to get uh, make um spring was that I am blown away that you and Woie in that little Toyota van that you've got, Hi Ace, is it, yep. And you've got it all. Eco van, sorry. Eco van. You've got it beautifully decked out in the back. I had a quick look inside mm-hmm. and I was like, I thought, oh, what a lovely little home you've got. Mm-hmm. And you've come all the way on your own. at How old are you? 76, you were saying. No,
2: four.
1: 74. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems I, I'm, she's only young. No, I,
2: I don't feel anything like that yeah. age.
1: It's... Sunny end. I oh, know. I'm looking at you. You're. you're... It's, a,
2: it's a you know, like we we can all be timeless, and it doesn't matter what our age. You know, mm. sometimes I meet you know someone that's 12, and he blows me out, and I think, my God, that child. Young Matthew. You know, he just oh. his his consciousness was expanded to such a point that, mm. you know, I just connect with that person in this way that was just like. I'm taken on a journey, you know. Now
1: mm. yeah, that was Mark's young bloke, wasn't it? Oh,
2: must have been. Yeah. Well, let's I found with a, the young kids. It's got a like that young
4: girl that did There's that so poem. Many kids like that blew that
1: these me. Days. Oh yeah, that oh, young girl no. Jessica. Mm. She was amazing. Oh. I actually filmed her. She was spinning the um the flaming sticks. Is okay. that the
2: one that made that to poetry? Yes, that's yeah, what. Yeah, read yeah. that out. Yeah. Oh, oh that blew
1: me that oh, was she, she was wise beyond beyond oh, her years. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know, but they're the sort of circles we're moving in, right? We're meeting mm. some incredible people. I know mm. I personally, since I've begun this journey, I've, I've spent a lot of time with just some amazing people right. from all over Australia. Yeah, we've
4: yeah. got to stand by those kids too. They're the future generation, you
1: know. Well, yeah, with, we've, with we've parents with like, like they have, they'll yeah. be real leaders. Yeah, we're and good. healers.
2: I mean, this is the yeah. thing. We need more and more healers on our planet. And, you know, a lot of that is to do with our knowing of the plants, And we've got to work out how how the plants are going to be our our medicines.
1: Mm. Yeah, and 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 it's all there, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and not be afraid to, um, you know, to, to take the initiative with... Um, you know, more herbalistic type of ways of dealing with our health so that mm. we can do preventative medicine mm. instead of all of this, you know, p- pills and things that yeah, the pharmaceutical companies want to give us and all these chem- chemicals, you know. We, we need to just shift uh, into a more natural yes. um, healing process, which, uh, and, you know, for me, the plants are our teachers. Yes. They're actually Mother more nature. on this planet than we have been. You know, they evolved first and then we came after them. Well, why wouldn't they be wanting to nurture us and mm-hmm. look after us? And if we look after them and find out who they are and what they do, which is so much easier these days because we've got the Internet to look it all up and find out what the quality yeah. of a certain plant is. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's been an absolute godsend. And, you know, I don't like to put that on Machine, but it has been very useful to have internet you know the connections with our um, yes, and internet and 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 you know youtubes and all of these ways that we can now learn you know yes
1: to, but, and that's what they really want to restrict, getting back to that what i why I
4: come up here too I want to learn the the first nations way there's food out there Where we can turn around and look at the creek there there's plants out there and we we were never taught that through our school. and They kept all that away, you know, because we had to pop pills and that. But I'd love to see books on it. And, and there is books out there. It's just about learning how to survive out there. If we yeah. got thrown in that creek bed, how do we live? And I yeah. watch animals how they dig for of water and things like that.
1: They so. yeah, animals know. But you know, they they all they do these days is teach us if something goes wrong, stop, drop, and roll. You know, like stop and call triple zero. Mm-hmm. don't touch anything, don't do anything yeah, yeah. just run for your life and the, let the experts come in and, and it
2: completely it. takes away individual responsibility for yes. their own response to whatever issue they happen to be that's facing right. and that's what we need to learn we need to shift out of this blaming or or help getting help outside of ourselves when the issue can be resolved by just thinking a little deeper about what the situation is yeah. yes and, I, I, and figuring it out for ourselves without the institutions that are out there to feed off us and get more funding for more people because they've got more work and mm. and it keeps going on and on, you know. It, and,
1: I think it, it really does. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. Everyone, we're we're going through a little bit of a windstorm right now. Oh, and there's a whirly whirly. Wow!
4: Look at
3: wow!
1: That we there. just had a massive whirly whirly just spring right up about fifteen meters
4: from uh, us. I, I found being on the road, like we been on the road both in different ways and um we've learned a lot what we found you've got to be self-sufficient you've got to have your vehicle up to scratch all that and um and know how to get out of problems i'm I'm lucky i've got the
1: skills some people haven't it's easy to learn yeah now go and call him
3: (laughs) wookie wookie where are you
1: wookie get over here buddy
4: this is a very nat- natural live show, is isn't beautiful. it? Dogs,
1: cats. No, we have not cats. Beautiful. Listen, um, oh, we've been going for an hour now. Mm. Spring. I know that you have some companions that you need to meet in Alice Springs. Yes. Um, only about thirty minutes drive away, and so you need to get going. I do. Um, Glenn, I know you don't. You're not going yet, and we'll mm. we'll talk more again later. later but yeah, no.
2: walkie's walk, walk back.
1: Walkie he is. Oh, look at him. He's what beautiful. a lovely name. Markie. What a good boy. He is a he He's beautiful. absolutely
4: gorgeous. Yeah, I met him down the track coming up here. <laughs> so, look, yeah. let's,
1: can I pick him up and put him on camera? Oh, for yeah. well, we've got to have a new well, star in the Actually, parade. Spring, you do it. He's your boy. He right. There we go. Look so, at him. Come on. How about a song? Oh, everyone, oh. what, what sort of dog is he for the people who can't see the video? Oh, he's a
2: malt. Well, he's cross mulched. He's. um... Uh, Shih Tzu, with a bit of Jack Russell in him.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. And the, that coat is gorgeous. Well, it sets say, him oh,
4: down. is 57 to... <laughs> variety. <didn't they>? Oh, <laughs> it's all red now because yeah. it's
2: just been running around in the red oh, dirt. Oh, yeah, we're in red
4: dirt country All, up all
1: the dogs are having the most wonderful time. They are. They've had a wonderful time. They they at, actually, isn't? they've been pretty good, the dogs, haven't they? And the kids have been They have. A have time. We've got a couple with us, Dara, don't we? Yeah. And um, they're two big Rottwals, Dara, yeah. it's Sersha and Fina. Uh, but the kids have been beautiful too, haven't they? They have. Really, they have. Oh, they have. Yeah, it's been...
2: Well, I can say is Walkie's learnt a whole lot of things from all the other dogs that are around here. Some yeah. of them are tribal dogs, so they're really smart, some of them, because they've really sorted things out in the way that dogs behave, yes. you know, yeah, so yeah. I want him to be as natural as possible, so yeah, yeah, yeah. getting to know not to uh, attack any of the big dogs now, and that's really
4: Trying good. to be a camp
1: dog. And there's his, <laughs> what, what about the other gorgeous little one running around, is it Dusty? Oh, What's right, he called? Yeah. yeah. Dusty, yeah, he's an absolute little champion. I caught little bugger trying to get into my tent this morning, uh-huh. and, and there was a little yelp, and I could see this thing bouncing off the walls in the tent, is jumping on my pillow, yeah. little uh-huh, bugger. Yeah. Man,
4: yeah, no. Oh, what I love anyway. about this place where we're sitting now, I look out and there's a beautiful mountain beyond you. You'd, you'd swear it was Ayer's Rock, uh, Uluru, you know. Yeah. And there's another one there. We've got and,
1: with three oh, directions, oh, and three different just, directions. And
4: In I, way. I love. I got up this morning, got a beautiful sunrise and that, and bouncing off the rocks and all that. I'll mm. put them up later on. I haven't had time. We've been that busy. Yeah. So,
1: um, look, let's quickly just finish off because I, I want you to um put up your socials. And you, do you do Facebook? Spring, no,
2: I've got myself on Facebook, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, I do. well, you can put um, let everyone follow you that way, but um, I just wanted to get from both of you, um, final words of wisdom. What, what would you like, Glenn, to depart to the world? Um, th- th- what are the, the
4: things I'd like to mean? see a free world? Um, we've got too many rules and regulations, just a beautiful, free, home and loving people worldwide, you know, no more fight, put the no guns more and sort. Put the guns and swords away. We don't need it. Don't need
2: it. Yeah, well, I'll Spring. back that up too. And, and um, you know, self-appreciation. self, self um, appreciation. Mm. Um, Respect. You know, let, yeah. let's start with ourselves and yes. work out how we can be the best we can be for ourselves, you mm. know. And then share that with other people. Mm-hmm. Share the best of ourselves with each other. Yeah. Um, you know, this is about a peace movement, if that's um, appropriate to the people who join the movement for um, harmony between all nations and um, recognition of the land never ceded on this continent where there is long, long overdue education, understand, stand under a tradition that's been going for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So be prepared to let go of the construct that's been manipulating for a long time Mm. to cause people to do things against their greater nature. And all we're calling for is natural law, something that has some basis of ethical behaviour, l- learning about how to care for our children and how to care for women and how to care for men. And, you care, know, that careful. deeper care that we can express when we come together and have that as our intention.
4: I think we've got to care for Mother Nature too. and that She's been abused for many years, you know, through mining, farming, you name it chemical spray, we've been polluting it too long, Yeah, I feel, and we've got to do... I
1: I have some some friends who have a a farm, it's a biodynamic farm, Mm. and uh, it's beautiful and lush, and if you go up onto the hills on their property, you look out over to the other uh, properties around, they're all brown Mm -hmm. and grey. Yeah, yeah.
2: We moved into our house six years ago. It has nothing growing there. We thought, oh, God, look at this bare place.
3: Mm.
2: And then six years later, it's full of all sorts of herbs and veggies and fruit trees and Um, flowers. I can only
1: imagine. You
2: know, I mean, we love doing that. You know, we stop and that's what we do. You know, that's our ancient Celts Background, I guess that mm-hmm. you know that desire to grow our own food and to be more self-sustaining, mm. and you know, so in and we've got a butte community in Castleman because a lot of people are on the same page doing the same thing, mm. which is thinking about how are we going to go through this hard time that we knows ahead, and it's really about building good relationships with one another. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: What do you think about, we're supposed to be closing the show, but what do you think about Dan Andrews um, making, putting forth his law that was going to you know, outlaw home gardening? Oh. Uh, veggie patches in the backyard. I mean, it's in, insane, isn't it?
4: That's crazy because when I grew up as a kid, Mum and Dad had the fruit trees, we had a talons, talons alongside us, had the chooks, the eggs, yeah, all that, and we what? had all this communal, you know. Yes. Yeah, and mate, it was that's going to get lost.
1: Similar to when I grew up, yeah. um, particularly my grandmother had an amazing fruit and veggie garden. Yeah. But, um, we shared bartering and all that, That's we? right, that's yeah. right. And, um, you know, I used to love going to Grandma's house during um, yeah. strawberry season. Yep. She had this giant strawberry garden, mm. and it was fantastic. I just love it. Yeah. But what do you think about that um, Mr. Andrews.
2: I think that there is an alternative community developing in all different places in, in countries, yes, country towns, mm. different places where people are starting to think about how they can have a, a, a parallel mm. reality, if you like, yes, a parallel uh, reality, no, no, without any conflict, just yes, the, the, you know, it, the,
4: live the, in, the, in harmony.
2: You know, we'll move together as a community that supports the community.
1: Yeah, with peaceful non-compliance.
2: That's it. Yeah. absolutely. Peaceful non-compliance, non-compliance. Um, and 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 in in hope that others will learn too, that it's a better way for all of us to have a self-determination in that manner, where you know. Um, but the bottom line is that we have to build our relationships on honesty and trust.
1: Yes, and with strong moral ethics.
4: Yeah, I feel yeah. we've come out here to gain the knowledge from our, our First Nations people. And then we're the messengers as a songwriter and, and storytellers. Are, yeah, and all for that. sure. We're the ones that come back out and we'll pass the word on.
1: The and this is why can. I wanted to speak to you both, because you've been those messengers for so long. And uh, everyone... We, I mean, I know that um, both Spring and Glenn have got so much more to their stories that we just we just aren't able to capture right now. But I, I believe catch us on the road <laughs> I, I, if again. <laughs> I would like to say that I believe I'll see you again, both. Yes, I will, both. Um, uh, There's a funny situation going on with myself and in, including Dara that's been operating the cameras for me here today, and he's my travelling partner. But um, also, so many people that I've met, even just in the last few days, where we're all going home to sell our homes. Yeah. Um, for one reason or another, for me, I, I really have to
4: freedom
1: <laughs> because it sort of got to that point. It's um, us
4: gypsies on the road of influence. You like our lifestyle,
1: yeah? <laughs> Uh Well, I've been kind of living that lifestyle for quite a while now anyway. It's just that I have been in a home base, and generally when I'm travelling, it's within Western Australia for you know, four or five days at a time.
4: Yeah, my saying is one, back, one big backyard and no lawns to mow.
1: That is <laughs> You said that to me earlier today, and I really enjoyed that. Now, look, let's get this um, show on the road, as we would say. I know needs needs to get moving. Uh, Glenn, how can people follow you?
4: I'm on my Facebook site mainly, and I've got a following now through me photos. A lot of people can't get on my journey. Well, they're on their journey. They can't yeah. travel with me. wish they had a big bus, I'd put them on. It's hmm. just Glenn Parsons, the River Gypsy. You'll see on my Facebook site there uh, a shot of my dog in the background at Lake Bonnie and myself with the Muso sign there.
1: But it, but it's Glenn Parson Glen Parsons River Gypsy, that's it. And um uh, Spring, mm. do you have a, um, a Facebook page or something that where you write on and post photos and so people can follow your journey?
2: Occasionally, I do those things mm. sometimes.
1: How would people find you on Facebook?
2: Well, Spring Blossom with a <clears throat> um, hummingbird.
1: Mm, is is the photo the avatar photo.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Look, I, I honestly um would encourage you to continue to do this because you're both um I am certain that you're bo- you are both very inspirational people. Thank you. And there are many others that would love to know about you. So,
2: um Yeah, I was I didn't ask you before we started this interview. Mhm. Um who who does it go out to? Who are we talking with out there? People
1: all over the world.
2: All over the world. Oh, wow,
1: so, baby. my last upload, I did uh, about homeschooling, which is it was so popular. I did it around three thousand downloads into the US in the first forty-eight oh, wow. hours yeah. or, or twenty-four hours, something like that. Um, it. I think it's still going quite well, actually. Yeah. And I know that um, when I start posting the OSTF interviews you know, with Mark and, and mm-hmm. Lumpa, I know that those will get giant viewings. Mm-hmm. So um, quite a few people will see this. Mm-hmm. And uh, the further I go down the track, there are more and pe- more and more people getting um, getting on and starting to listen to the older episodes. So I, I check the statistics of it quite regularly. Yeah. I haven't done that for a week and it's been really killing me.
4: Well, I do uh, I do the same when I do me I might download a
1: song and all of a sudden see how many hits. Oh
4: god, a thousand hits! Yeah, you're episode. like, oh how
2: wacko! How many have you got up to so far?
1: Um, I've been doing this since the very beginning of May. In fact, um, we we did a couple before that, but they were muck rounds and that was all stupid stuff. But when I really got into it, I started on the fourth of May, and I'm I'm very close to thirteen thousand downloads now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a fair, fair few getting out there. Right. Um and with the content that I've got coming out, it's getting stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. So um that's going to go uh much higher, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Because we have to. Mm-hmm. It has to be that way. Mm-hmm. We have to get to the, the grow. word it's out. It's
4: got to grow. We've got that's to grow. right. Yeah. That yeah peace and harmony together and, uh, and this is why and there
2: are so many intelligent people well, I mean that's not the right word incredible people But there are people with um Those so skills. much insight and and um concepts that um are new and bright and shining.
1: Mm. But also Um, those really hard-working people. And those
2: people who are practical, that have built so many wonderful things that can be used in an alternative society, in a community. Yes. In a community that needs, you know, different elements in order for the gardens to grow healthy, for the, uh, you know, I mean, if you're going to have chooks.
1: Chooks. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know. but You don't want to have
1: walls if you've got chooks, do you, mate? No. (laughs) (laughs) Dari's sitting here laughing. (laughs) Well, there's a whole story about that. But yeah, anyway, no. you can imagine how it ended. So yeah. anyway, um, you two, thank you so much for thank, joining thank me today. Thank having... you um, I am sure we will catch up together again at some point. Uh, as I was just saying, this is why I've got to get to New South Wales because there's so many people over there that uh, I really want to spend some time with and meet and interview. Yeah. And uh, my new friend, Rose... Uh, uh, kundalini rose is a, an amazing woman and a beautiful woman Lovely and beautiful. and uh, i can't wait to go and spend a week at her she
2: sounds house. gorgeous mm.
1: she's amazing haven't you spent any time with no, her no, no. rose you haven't spent any time with rose Are yet she here? yeah i think she's over there at the moment why don't we go and say hello to her
2: okay do that okay i might have but met her before no i haven't met some pretty might? amazing meet women so many people recently yeah.
1: We, we need name, name tags. We forget our own names. We someday. do. We <laughs> do. So, look, everyone, thank you today for joining me. Um, this has been another wonderful interview. I'm really, really pleased to have finally gotten to sit down with both of these people. Yeah. Glenn, I'd been trying to catch up with you for days <laughs> yeah, no, and not quite been, been able to. We've <laughs>
4: been past this
1: And then up. finally this morning we connected, didn't, didn't we? So it was wonderful. And Spring, I only met you the other day, but... Um, it's been a real blessing to meet you, thank, thank you. Thank
2: you, and it's been a really good thing to be able to get yeah. some of that off my chest. <laughs>
1: well, I want to do it that again with you one day because we've got so much more to talk about, don't we? Lovely, you too. Thank, you. Years, all thank that, you, Have
0: a beautiful day, people out
4: there.
1: I'm sure everyone will. Um, everyone, thank you for joining me once again. Um, my name's Andrew, and I'm coming to you from the NT, and until the next one... Thank you, and goodbye.
3: goodbye. Bye. Bye. There's a book called Vaccination uh, That tells a tale of great, great dissection Bill Gates of hell destruction Must pay the price for his corruption Hold the line, hold the line oh, Hold the line, hold the line, hold the line, hold the line, people, hold the line, hold the line. Politicians in their coats and their ties. With big farmer, we'll go down with their lies. Hold the line, hold the line, oh, people. Hold the line, hold the line. Hold the line, hold the line. 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 Oh, yeah. Hold the line. Hold the line.